Welcome back, guys, to the Feel Good Parenthood podcast. We are episode 32. This is a bit of an um, impromptu one because we've decided to add an extra one for you guys, you lucky ducks. Um, you have got myself, Steph, and Court tonight. Hello. And we are going <laughs> we are going to have a yarn about how to deal with all of the unhelpful and unsolicited, a lot of the time, bullshit advice that you get thrown as a parent from, like, you know, well-meaning people, realistically. I I think that for the, for the majority of them, they do mean well, but oh, it's just so unhelpful most of the time. So unhelpful. And I'm like the type of person that if I want help, I will legit go and ask for it. So if you're giving me something that I've not asked for, I very quickly will get my back up. There's my caveat there. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's hard too. Like I definitely, mm. I'm a bit of an asshole with this as well, but like if I'm kind of, if somebody's giving me advice and I'm like, I don't actually think that you understand my situation, then mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm definitely, I, and I know it's bad, but I'm, I am a hundred percent that person. Yeah. Um, but Sorry, I think what's, that, annoying, but like what's we that, could... that thing that I heard like a while ago, was it a Brené Brown thing or somebody else said something about like, what are you wanting from me here? When you're talking your stuff through, what do you want? Do you want solutions mm-hmm. or do you want support? And yeah. about, did we talk about this? I feel like we've talked about this before, but it's like such a good thing to like preface with. I just want to have a whinge. Can you just support me? I don't want solutions mm-hmm. right now. That's a good tip for you. Absolutely. Bam, straight a friend in. of mine actually said that to me yeah a friend of mine actually said that to me one day because she was like I need to bitch about my child's sleep but I don't want you to give me advice and I was Mm -hmm. like thank you for actually Mm -hmm. starting with that because obviously when we know as much as we do about this stuff like as soon as someone starts talking about sleep my sleep consultant brain starts kicking in Mm -hmm. and it's like I know what's wrong I can help you with that like I I can give you advice and it's like I really had to sort of stop myself and yeah and ask that question like is this person just venting or do they actually want to know what I think? Yeah. Um, I think that's so hard being wearing the sleep consultant hat 100%. I'm like, I could literally fix this for you right now, but I'm not going to say anything because you've not invited me to. And also, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's real hard. eh? It's a real hard one. It really is. So, you know, what we're talking about today is things when people are throwing things at you, like, you know, especially I think new mums get this a lot, but I yeah. definitely got it with even my second and my third kids whenever I would sort of vent about something. Things like, you know, you should be sleeping them in bright light, like you're spoiling them, you're making a rod for your own back, you know, I did it this way and you kids are fine or like such and such uh. does it this way. <laughs> like just all of those sorts of comments and it's just like, oh, like, can you just not? <laughs> that that one, I did it, I did that and you turned out all right or yeah, such and such did that to me and I turned out all right. It's like, well, yeah. did you? <laughs> yes, and I think it's, you know, like surely we can be an adult adult enough to think that we've all got different ways of parenting. We've all got different children and what works for one is not going to work for the next. I think if, if having three kids has taught me anything, it is that. And I'm like, even the whole like, oh, just wait. I hate that saying, like, just you wait, it gets worse. Or, oh, you think it's bad now, wait until, like, shut up. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. It's just so, it's such an unhelpful thing to say. Like, it's not, it's quite negative geared as well. 100%. And you can think it. Like, we all think it. 
Yeah. But you just don't say it. It doesn't nah. help ever unless it's unless it's followed by something positive. Like I love doing the, you know, oh, you think it's good now? Wait until they're toddlers. It's the best. Like, you know, it's such a good so reframe. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like I love doing that, but I, I have really stopped myself and I stopped myself from, oh, just you wait or you think it's bad. Anyway. Firstly, like, let's chat about, like, how can we stop being so freaking triggered by this? Because Mm. I know it's definitely a gripe that I get from a lot of clients, a lot of friends, just a lot of mom's groups where it's like, you know, my mother-in-law is constantly doing this or this particular friend is constantly, or you'll see it in mom's groups where somebody is just like, I need help. And there's just all of these opinions coming in. And it's like, you know, that's not actually what they asked at all. Like, did mm. you read the question? So firstly, mm. like, guys, please read the question before you answer because half the time, like, it's just not helpful. And it's like perception um, is reality as well. So you mm. could be posting or, or asking one thing and somebody's hearing something entirely different. And I feel yeah. like you need to probably come at it with that type of a perspective sometimes as well is that sometimes people just genuinely don't hear what you're saying because they can't see past the end of their nose yeah totally or they're like yeah they're caught or like they might be caught up in their own situation and they're totally that so yeah totally they might be seeing it through a completely different lens um but yeah how can we stop being triggered by it or bothered by it and also what can we say to get it to stop especially if it is something that is happening a lot from a particular person so I think the first big one for me, and I didn't really understand this until I got to the other side of it, but a lot of the time when you get things like, oh, can't you just bring them to dinner? Like, why do you have to put them to bed so early? You know, why can't you come to that lunch? Oh, it's it's their nap time. Like, what are you ruled by their naps? Mm. Like that. A lot of the time they're annoyed because your boundaries or your rules or how you're choosing to live your life does not suit them. Mm-hmm. Like such a big one. And honestly, I get that now because like a lot of the time I'll sort of try and plan things with friends and a lot of my friends have younger kids who are still on two naps. And I'm like, hey, let's meet at, you know, like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And they're like, oh, no, I can't because such and such is naps. And I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, no, I get it because that was me a year ago. Like I get yeah. it. And I'm not yeah. going to ask you to interfere with your child's sleep schedule. But I, I understand and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's annoying. I get it because I want to see you. I want to spend time with you and I want to spend as much time with you as I can. Um, but I think like if they, if it is coming from a perspective of that, like if you're sort of talking family or friends that you maybe used to hang out with a lot pre-baby and now they're saying things like that to you, especially if they don't have kids yet, like they probably just don't get it. Mm, um, they definitely don't. No, they definitely, you can't. And it's unfair it. to expect that as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is totally. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time, if, if somebody does genuinely care about you and they're not just being a jerk for the sake of it, it may just be that that doesn't suit them. And in that case, you could maybe just kind of pull them up and be like, yeah, I know I'd really love to get there at that time. And I know that that's not really going to suit you super well, but you know, baby gets really upset if they don't have their nap. So, you know, it would be great if we could do it this way. You know, like Mm. you don't have to be an asshole about it. You don't have to come in like, you know, kicking and swinging and being like don't you understand like you can just mm. be like yeah listen like I get it it's it's annoying and that'll probably completely diffuse it because they won't expect you to say that mm. like holy crap this person it's kind of it. like a you validate their feelings even mm. if you're not but yeah you're not able to do what you've yeah, yeah exactly what yeah like and, you know you can sorry go on 
Oh, I was just going to say, like, it's not always ideal for us. Like, we have to put these boundaries in places as parents because the fallout is just not worth it. Like, it's just genuinely not worth it. And as much as you don't need to explain yourself for your um, choices and your boundaries and all those kinds of things, I think when people come to these situations in general just with that empathy, um, it can actually diffuse shit so much quicker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can validate their feelings while still holding your boundary. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like you would with your toddler. Like, yeah, I get oh, that actually. you're upset, but you're still not having chocolate for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. So basically we're treating everybody like big toddlers. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> um, the next one, and I think that this is a really big one for the advice that you get from potential, like particularly the older generation, is a mm. lot of the time it's about them and it's not about you. Mm -hmm. so they're coming from a place they genuinely love you like your family love you they don't want to see you fail they they don't want to see you suffer and you know I think a lot of the time when we sort of say things like oh we're gentle parenting or no we prioritize our children's sleep schedules or you know we're doing it this way we don't yell we don't hit our kids we don't do xyz that you know, particularly like our grandparents or even our parents in some situations will then feel almost attacked because they did that with us and they didn't know any better back then. Mm, you know, that's just mm. what everybody did. It's what the And it's probably did. what our children are going to say about us as well. They're going to be like, oh, they just did the best with what they knew. And it's 100%. it's true. Like it's so, so true. And In most cases. In most like, cases. Yeah. yeah. We, we do have to preface that by saying that some parents absolutely do not do their best and we know this. Totally. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we like to think that for the most part. Yeah. And um, it can be really hard and really tricky to say, no, that's not something that we want to do or that's not something we value in our family because mm-hmm. I think it is pretty, It is really hard to be able to say in a lot of ways, in a, in a roundabout way, you're actually saying to your parents that you don't agree with how they did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. Mm. Yeah. And again, like you don't have to go in guns blazing being Mm -hmm. like, well, you smacked me and I'm all messed up and blah, blah, blah. You can just kind of say, you know what? Yeah, like we just don't agree with it. Mm. We just Mm. don't want to do it. You don't have to explain it. You can just say that's not something that we do in our house. If they want to keep coming at you, then you can be like, well, listen, actually, there's a bunch of research that says that it's very, very flawed logic because, you know, Mm. they hit you and you hit them back to stop them from hitting you. Like, "Mm, that doesn't really make a huge amount of sense. Um, But, you know, yeah, you can can say that if if they're going to push it and they're going to force that sort of argument. Or you can just say, this is what we're choosing to do. And I understand that you don't want me to suffer and I appreciate you trying to give me your advice. Yeah. Whether or not it's good advice. (laughs) and Um, I was going to say the other thing that you could do is just consider like consider the advice you don't have to immediately let anything trigger you as such mm -hmm. just take it in mull it over Mm -hmm. and then decide what you wanted to do like you don't have to take everything as an attack and I and it's super easy to say that but Mm -hmm. when you're hormonal (laughs) and all those things like things just going wrong and and then you start to question your ability as a mom like you know we all know we've all been there in that that shitstorm of a time but you just yeah and sometimes (laughs) like the delivery can be really shit like you know there's just there's so much that could go sideways which is why I think sometimes the same as when we have our kids like mounting down in front of us before we Mm. even think about engaging we've got to slow it down 
we've got to actually center ourselves, take ourselves, give ourselves a deep breath and then go in to engage. And it can be very much the same with when somebody's giving advice. So rather than biting back, which I'm actually can be quite bad at with my family, <laughs> I actually have had to like really work at slowing down, swallowing it yeah. and then thinking it through and kind of coming to the table from there. <laughs> And I think as well, like considering whether or not they're a qualified person, because it obviously doesn't always just come from family. Yeah. Sometimes it comes from friends or from, you know, like healthcare professionals. Totally. Or think, like, That's you know, another one. Yeah. Like sometimes it comes from somebody who, you know, potentially should know what they're talking about and they maybe don't. So something mm. I like to, like a bit of a filter that I like to apply is firstly going like, is this person qualified to be giving me this advice? Do mm. I trust them? And does this sit well with me as a parent? Because you can like, you can look at a piece of advice and be like, I'm not going to do that. Like that mm. sounds terrible. It sounds terrible advice. If that's what you think about it, you don't actually have to implement it at all. You mm -hmm. can just be like, even to your doctor, you can push back and be like, actually, I don't agree with that. Mm. And at like, the end of the day, we're all human as well. So yeah. it doesn't just because somebody is a professional or an expert or whatever, it doesn't mean that they don't mess up and get it wrong. Yeah, totally. Totally. And like, I think as well, it is important to note that, yes, like, you know, we are all for listening to mother's intuition and guts and all of the things, but sometimes we're wrong too, especially yeah. if we are emotional and we're in the middle of a situation. and we clearly. Just, no, yeah. like you just cannot read the label from inside the jar. So you're sitting mm -hmm. there and you're like, I'm just swirling and I'm just so surrounded by this situation that I don't know which way is up. In that case, your intuition is probably not working as it should be. Like you're mm. not regulated, you're not calm, you're not in any position to be kind of making those decisions for yourself or for your child sometimes or like yeah. in, not as in as good position. Yeah. So potentially, you know, yeah, somebody might be giving you advice and you're like, you know what, I don't like that advice, but they've clearly seen something in me that is screaming for help. So maybe I do need to look for it somewhere mm, else with someone mm. that, I, that I do trust. So like, for example, for sleep, is there a sleep consultant that you vibe with somewhere that you can be like, I'm just going to message them and just see what they think. Mm. Like, mm. you know, just or that particular friend is like a, like, you know, we've all got them where they're like, they just know everything. Like a mm. lot of my friends with like one or two kids will come to me for things. Cause it's like, I've got three kids and I've seen so much and they'll be mm. like, Oh, you've just always got the best advice. And I'm like, Oh, mm. that's really nice. I feel like I'm failing all the time. But that's so <laughs> nice. Um, And yeah, like if somebody has come to me asking for that, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But again, I'm not going to get bent out of shape if they don't take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not your journey, man. No, I don't care. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Like mm. it might be bad advice. It might not work for you. That's so fine. All right. How are we going to deal with this stuff? Options right. to deal, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got like three main options here and they're not going to suit every single situation, but you know, there's that one of them will probably work in most situations. So the mm -hmm. first one is just to nod and smile. Mm -hmm. and just be like oh yeah you know yep like I'll definitely I'll definitely take that on board I'll definitely try that like oh thanks that's a great idea you know you can just say that or just be like oh yeah okay you know oh yep mm -hmm. oh yeah I read about that like you don't even have to say I'll try it you can just mm. be like oh yeah yeah I've heard that 
or something I, like that. Like I literally have never been a nod and smiler. Like I cannot pull <laughs> I can't a poker imagine face. And smiling. <laughs> I cannot pull a poker face to save myself. Like I literally could never ever do it. So but, you know, all power and... to the nod and smilers out there because <laughs> you are more stronger than you're stronger than I am. <laughs> I think that this is giving you unsolicited advice and don't really handle it well when you do try and push back like it's a lot like trying to get blood out of a stone like you just know that they're not going to listen to you there is just no point yeah don't waste your energy like protect your energy and all the rest of it too yeah yeah but like oh yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh yeah i've tried or like i've tried that didn't work Mm. Mm. Is a nice is a nice kind of passive aggressive one to throw at them too. <laughs> if you feel <laughs> like being it. a little bit sassy. <laughs> Love it. Now we've got the fourth right approach or the Courtney approach. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> Actually no. This is like a long yeah no no I don't like that um you can say something like actually we've decided that we're doing this so um but thanks so much for the advice but um that doesn't actually you know align with our parenting values or that doesn't align with our child or like that won't work for my child Mm. um you are allowed to say that and you know the Mm. in most of us is going oh my god I couldn't possibly say that it's so rude it's not rude like Mm. you're just coming straight out just being like listen no Thanks, mm. but no. Mm. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And, and it's that just all in how you do it. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, again, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can just, you know, take the emotion out of it and just be like, oh, yeah, no, thanks, no. Um, You know, this one can be a good one, you know, like if you are sort of not feeling quite as emotional about things and you don't mind the pushback if, it, if it's going to come or if it's somebody who – you know, genuinely like, you know, that you would ask for advice from that loves you, that is just coming from the best place. And you're sort of like, I don't actually like the sound of that. Mm. That's not going to work, but I'd love to brainstorm some more. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I appreciate that you've given me this advice, but this particular piece is just not, not for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. I love those ones. <laughs> there are more like, yep, done that, done that, done that. Yep. <laughs> and look the last one is if they are genuinely being a dickhead and we've all come across these parents so the Mm mum that is just like I'm better than everybody or just that person that is just an absolute pest and just doesn't get the hint that Mm. you're not interested in about this literally ignore them just like look at them and then change the subject like you know oh yeah yeah (laughs) So, like, you know, someone says to you, oh, you know, you really should um, you really should have that baby in their own bed because, like, you know, like co-sleeping is dangerous or, like, you're never going to get them out of your bed or whatever. Mm. And then you could just literally look at them and be like, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty, like, it is a pretty kind of confront- like confrontational way of doing it, but mm. I think it kind of, it, like, if they're being a jerk to you, it kind of mm sends the message like actually I'm not weak actually I'm not asking for this and I don't appreciate what you've just said to me and you probably need more boundaries and to pick your friends a little bit better though as well because hopefully you're not having these kinds of things happening regularly that is just not my idea of a good time and I definitely don't entertain those kinds of relationships in my life at all so but it is hard if you're going to like play group and Mm. you know those kinds of things where there's actually 
quite a, a, a range of personalities and opinions, opinions <laughs> and da, 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 da. so yeah. yeah like yeah feel free to pick and choose the conversations that you enter into for yeah. sure yeah and I think as well like I think the biggest one that I hear is like if you've got a bad relationship with your mother-in-law or even your mom <laughs> and like you know you, you've maybe got like you know maybe 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 somebody in your life is like that narcissistic kind of person and you don't want to cut them off because they're family. Like it's a big decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some people will be like, no, this is just not for the good of the family and they will just kind of snip, snip. But, you know, right. a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Courtney. They <laughs> did, um, that. <laughs> but a lot of people don't and they won't. And, mm. you know, it is at the end of the day, you know, like a parent or a sibling or something like it's not a, it's not something that you enter into lightly a lot of the time. No, no, um, no. So these sorts of things, if you are dealing with that kind of relationship that you kind of do have to see them or like, you know, your husband's mate's wife, who's just a fucking bitch and she just jabs you every single goddamn time but you don't want to ruin that relationship because it's like your husband's best mate from school you know like mm. there are situations where so hard when those guys yeah you, yeah you do get caught up in in situations where people are just you know just flogging the crap out of you in terms of this stuff mm. and yeah hopefully something like this like either either use one of those kind of options to deal with it when they are saying and and think about it prior if it is something that happens quite a lot sort of think about like you know if if you wish that you'd spoken up the time before think about what you'll say and say to them listen you're actually really not helping and i'd really appreciate it if you'd stop making these remarks Mm, mm. get your husband to do it <laughs> yeah and sometimes well sometimes you do actually have to be uh, to the point yeah. blunt on totally. something especially if it's like really ongoing like that's part of putting on your big girl big girl pants mm. and and saying something because what you're not changing you are accepting Accepting. yes so yeah it is hard it is hard. and you're then you're then also like you know I like to think of how my children are going to view things like that and mm-hmm. if they're viewing me kind of, you know, stepping down whenever somebody's rude to me or somebody's speaking to me in a way that I don't like and I'm not sticking up for myself. Like what kind of role model am I being for my kids? hundred percent. And your kids are also going to be hearing what you're saying yeah. about those people yeah, or those exactly. situations. Yeah, try and keep it away from the kiddies' ears. Definitely. You know, we've all heard those awkward, awkward conversations where the child oh, goes up yes. to the grandmother and goes, oh, you're a you're a such and such or daddy said you do this or mommy <laughs> I was spelling something out to Trev the other day and he was like you know she's getting to be quite a good speller now and I'm like she's not that quick yet though but it's our days are we're numbered <laughs> days oh. are numbered awesome oh, oh. Yes, hopefully this has helped you guys. It is definitely one of those topics that is a hot topic in the mums groups. But Mm. um, we'd love to hear your stories. Like what shitty piece of advice have you been given? Mm. You know, how did you rebut it? Have you got like a really good way to deal with it that we haven't discussed today? Yes. Um, Please let us know because we absolutely love hearing it. Epic. That was great. So um, our next episode will be our last one for the season and we are going to be doing a Q&A. That one was meant to be this week. However, you know, 
life has just owned us, <laughs> us collectively. Oh. So um, today, yeah, um, Steph and I have been able to jump on, but we will see you next week for our Q&A. Feel free to send anything through if you've got a question. We would love to hear it. Twice. Yes, we, we would. See you next week, team. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We hope this episode has encouraged the shit out of you. If you have loved it as much as we've loved recording it, then rate our show, screenshot, share, and tag us. And you can find us at feelgoodparenthood underscore on Instagram. See you next time.